All right, good evening, TGIF 13 fans. And like I said the last time in the special Friday the 13th best of edition, newbies. Hopefully we bring newbies aboard. New, that's that not, sounds very sinister. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring, bring him aboard, Vince. <laughs> Look, at, and you know what he's doing right now? He's playing with his nipple. Yeah, I, don't know, I think I got a little crumb on there. <laughs> I think you got a little excited as we did, thinking about bringing new people into the realm of Luciani vision. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Aww. I do not know what that means. But I think we're at episode 22. Can you believe it? 22 years of this. I mean, 22 <laughs> years. It's our two-year ah. two anniversary. Cheers, Vince. Cheers. That is weird. That actually doesn't sound like beer. But, but it's, it's beer. beer. Not, it's, it's not, not that we... It's not skinny girl beer. It's not champagne. It's actual real good old fashioned Canadian crystal beer. Crystal wines. <laughs> crystal Lake wines, yeah. Steam whistle. We picked out steam whistle to go with uh, our, our second anniversary <laughs> steamy romance <laughs> and second anniversary film, Friday the 13th. Part <laughs> two. There'll be a lot of rumors because we love doing that. But actually, we should save more of those for part three when we yeah. do that again. <laughs> should we just jump into the movie? Vince? Yeah, I'd say we both like part two. A lot of we I love, love. I love part two. But you know, I and I, I, I am doing my usual thing. Don't think I'm not going to talk over Vince because I'm going to talk over him, everybody. Talk you can thank me later. I'm going to talk, talk over. Talk him. over. I'm going to talk over him the whole time. But I didn't always like part two. In fact, actually, because when I was younger, I was more about the event of kills and the gore and all that. Mm-hmm. It was actually one of my, not my favorites, one of my least favorites, to be honest. But then somehow it became, it, it just, you didn't, you didn't see over time. So you saw I never saw the, them in sequence. The gory I, ones first and then, yeah. Well, I remember you again, grandma's, you know, grandma's little Friday the 13th experience. And yeah. then I remember seeing the commercials in front of, they would put these in front of Scooby-Doo after school. Really? For, yeah, for like coming soon, and you'd be scared shitless, and the Scooby Doo would come back. Well, on. after school specials were pretty scary too. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see the Helen Hunt on Crank? No. Oh, I gotta, I gotta put that on our, our uh... Helen Hunt on Crank. Yeah, so it was an after school special, and there, instead of cocaine, it was called Crank, or I don't know what we're calling it. <laughs> and she takes it, crank and she goes, voltage. she goes insane, and jumps out the window, and starts thinking she's invincible, and cutting her arm with glass. Were you, didn't you point out? Then you post that. Uh, uh, Saved by the Bell when uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. You gotta, you gotta explain it. I'm, I'm so, so excited. She's like taking not speed but stay awake pills or yeah, something. Caffeine, or pills. caffeine pills. Did <laughs> you get addicted to them? I oh, love you got, the we'll 80s. put that we'll put that to our Facebook page too. Because yeah. it's gotta be seen to believe you wonder how she got showgirls. That's well, actually what you're gonna she wonder. She looked good still, actually. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. she I'm so excited myself. Mm. <laughs> Press play. Friday the 13th Part 2, guys. We're going to put play. We're not changing the format yet. Oh, that does remind me, though. I am thinking of changing our name. Not TGIF 13. That ain't going nowhere. We're thinking, I'm thinking in the new year, It's instead of TGIF 13, a Friday the 13th fan podcast or Friday the 13th podcast, it's simply going to be TGIF 13, the slasher film podcast. I want a little bit of pompousness in there, Vince. I, I love a little bit of pompousness. Like, really? Don't worry about any other slasher film podcast. No. They forget about every other slasher film podcast. Hate them. We are the slasher film podcast. Absolutely. And even though we're not going to do every slasher film. No. How's that for the ultimate slasher film podcast? But, but, uh, but we're, no, but we're always going to have a slasher element, so it's not oh, going to be no, ghosts of course. or anything like that. No, 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 unless the ghost is a slasher. <laughs> Like shocker. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That, that which is Vince is giving me right now. 
And you're enjoying everything. What? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this anniversary is full of surprises. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. Wait, 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 wait. When did you get, when did you get, a, vagina? When did you get a vagina that I'm shocking you, by the way? No. It, oh. You get the shock of the asshole. Yeah, but you have to have a vagina for the full effect of a shocker. Oh. <laughs> you can't do that. Well, you know guy. what you're doing? You're using between my leg and my balls. Oh, you know where it gets all sweaty? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like where ricotta cheese grows? Only in your <laughs> element does that happen. I've been in plenty of balls and tea bags, and they're all... They it's smell great. Like, they it's great. If I forget the dip, if I forget the dip, I have like some veggies. And I'm like, oh, no dip? Oh, no, no problem. I just pull my ball away from the side of my leg, and I just... And what do you call that dip? <laughs> Ranch? Choda. 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 Choda Supreme. <laughs> anyway... I don't know where, how, where that I came from. Press play. Yeah. Press. No, we can't press play yet. Okay. So thanks to JP, Johnny, Dave, Dave Rodin. Rodin, sorry if I got your name wrong there, but but thank you. Horny Manny, Mike. Yeah. Everybody else. Everyone else is some new ones that we're forgetting. Yeah, we always forget. We forget, but we don't. We, we don't. We don't forget. We, we, we forget, but we don't forget. We forget, but How, we... What am I saying here, Vince? Uh, you're trying to say, uh, forgive, but I don't forget? No. I, no, I for, just, just forgive us. We <laughs> fucked up, okay, is where I'm going with it. Someone close to me, uh, not close to me, that's the wrong term. Has a Someone, big penis. Say, <laughs> <laughs> Sitting right beside you. <laughs> uh, who knew? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I mean, he looks like a Ken doll in jeans. Mm. <laughs> That's why I always stuff a bottle down just to make it. Yeah, that's why. Close to beer. And that's the reason why he does that. <clears throat> no, someone in my life, not close or anything like that, but just someone in my life. Again, I got to be very vague here, uh, for privacy and protection purposes. But I, you know, I was talking about doing a podcast, and and they were all very, very surprised. They're like, "Oh, you do a podcast?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's it's kind of geeky. It's hard to recommend if you're not into slasher films or whatever." But it's about mostly the Friday the Thirteenth franchise and slasher films, and they're like, "Oh." That's gay. <laughs> and I got so mad. No, nothing to do with you, Vince. This was a personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I would have followed this with, <laughs> it's not full of rainbows and, and dancing queens. Yeah. There's very little ass sex in our podcast, yeah. but there's a bit. Uh, no, but no, I mean, I, I took, I took massive offense to it because all of a sudden now, you know, it's okay to bring that up again. I know I got I called myself out on it in one of our earlier podcasts, and Vince corrected me. And I'm glad we had that conversation learning, now. Learning, We're learning, learning, evolving, learning. evolving, evolving. <laughs> See, it's okay to use it in the context of that's so gay because there's unicorns and things that are stereotypically like that. But that's or a big gay. set of balls and cock dangling in front of your face. Beautiful rugby <laughs> asses. Yeah. But rugby. Asses. I, I, I'm obsessed with rugby asses right oh, now. Jesus. Just look it up, boys. Or girls. Tis the season. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Don't don't worry about looking anything up. Anyway, once again, shout out to Camp Blood Podcast. So as I said, we're gonna think you're gonna change the name to the Slasher Film Podcast because truth be told, Camp Blood. Uh, the podcast, they they pretty much are the Friday the 13th podcast. Also, shout out to Jason Parker, Friday the 13th franchise.com. Uh, thanks again for all your support. Uh, you even posted the best of episode, which I didn't even uh, think of linking to everything. I just figured it was a, a great way to celebrate Friday the 13th, but I do appreciate you posting it on the page. Are you finished sucking uh, other cocks? I am. Okay. Thank you. 
Now we'll That's get okay. to this film. <laughs> oh. Sorry. We're so, in, yeah, so we're in the beginning of what we don't know is how many months later. It's two or three. Again, I, I say three, but it, it, he it's does possible. Paul, Paul does say it in the in the uh, campfire scene. Jason walks very elegantly, eloquently here, and it's because he said it's a woman. Yeah, uh, they said the only time it was played by a woman, but I thought I swore they said that in part five that Jason uh, that was filling in for or not Jason. Oh no, that wasn't Jason. It was Corey. That the woman was playing. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, so this is the only time uh, a woman has played Jason, supposedly. And there's someone else. Oh, here she goes orgasming over her dream of part one again. This is, uh, if, if I love part two being probably the, for me, the best paced. Not the, I, maybe I didn't say that. Yeah. Six is the best paced. This one is uh, better in terms of production and the whole thing and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. The ending scare for me is the best scare of all the series. But I do not like this opening. I find it very tacked on. I don't like Alice in it. It, well, lo it looks like she knows the camera's there. Well, once again, well, she again, we said souped up production value. However, uh, she was brought in for like a couple's day, a couple days work, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and she said this was pretty much all I lived, and you could tell yeah. from the costume design, <laughs> right down to the acting. If that was scripted, I think I had that outfit in grade eight. <laughs> you did say that already. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I? yeah. Oh. Like a so I gotta, I gotta remember these things. A crazy leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> His name was. But Jason. don't forget, you also brought this up before. There was a big flashback thing with the movies back then because they didn't have video. Yet. Yeah. However, funny enough, they didn't have video yet. But this Masters. movie did come out less than a year after the original. So the original came out in you know summer eighty, summer nineteen eighty. And this came out in May 1981. Uh, it's a year. People forget. Eh. But you know, no, yeah, I see your point. But the thing well, is it's the link. It's the link. But when you realize, when you already realize that the movie itself is like an hour and 27 minutes. And they lose and that. And then, oh, that was really overacting. Oh, it's terrible. Her dream acting. I'm sorry, Adrian. But your dream acting is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's stage acting. It's stage acting. She is a stage actress originally anyway. She looks like she's in like one of those Japanese videos where they pin the girl down and like put the vibrator yeah. in. Ah! <laughs> the reason they didn't have her as the main actress, which was the idea, was to bring her back as the main actress, is because it, well, there's a combination of things. She was asking for too much money. Her oh, agent yeah. was, I think her agent was holding up for too much money, so they essentially killed her off. Which actually works, though. It's a great way to kind of set it up. People feel some people thought they were cheated. Yeah, but I think it's a great setup. Jason just said, "Oh, you killed Mama." Bah! But I think they could have used her character <laughs> like a little bit more. That's all. Yeah, no, of course. In retrospect, but she gets one of the. Top she also billings. said she, yeah, her and Betsy. But she said that it was also because she at this point had got the stalker. Oh, uh, that's true. That's as well, right. yeah, I forgot about that. So her own stalker. Again, horrible, horrible. Never had to worry about living through that. Don't ever want to, and I can't imagine no, what no, it'd be no. like. Let's not. We're never making fun of stuff like that, but we make fun of everything else. Yeah, <laughs> everything Especially else. Especially your penis. Especially my the size of my penis and this wrestling match that they're having right now. <laughs> At first, it used to be felt cheated that they didn't show the full decapitation, but now I'm like decapitation. Yeah, because they no, they, they do. don't want they don't want to ruin. But no, not not here. They don't. The reason they don't because they be don't. But but like like in um, what's it called? You don't want to give. You don't want to. Uh, you want to tease the audience. You want to feather dust their balls. The, <laughs> yeah. the problem with that whole thing is, this movie, of course, we know. We've said it before. We'll say it again, and everybody said it be, uh, as well. Has been the most heavily censored, other than Part Seven. Yes. Of all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, maybe part two. I shouldn't yeah. say. 
there might be movies that actually have more running time cut from them. However, this really did take away a lot of the gags. The double impalement, the guy hanging, hanging upside down, getting his neck slit. So that Jason popping out of the lake was a great scare. Always has been, always will be. And I think they top it in this one. They absolutely top it. Yeah. Can I just say, end. though, I know that there's no such thing as... No, that. you can't. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the next person in that you're going to tor- torture. Yeah. No, if, uh, if, the, if somebody actually had the cut footage that was taken from here, oh, it, was, it's it be would be there. worth... But it would be worth a lot of money. Some crazy fan like you would pay hundred grand for it. So, as I rewatch, uh, because it's, my retention is horrible. I've read that book a few times through. I've watched the documentary a few times through. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> retention. My anal retention. Now, my retention is horrible. What I mean by that is that I mix up the facts a lot when I watch it. They all blend together after a while. So, mm-hmm. they're saying the negatives were destroyed for the latter films. They could still exist for part two. Where would you think they'd be? In a catacomb somewhere? They, they don't know. They've looked. Obviously, they've looked. But they, who knows? Somewhere in this house? <laughs> For the, like, look how the, look at the that's cinder the, blocks. I, <laughs> cinder blocks were her fucking shelving unit there. This is the only way I know how, Mom. Yeah. Oh, her conversation with Mom. This whole scene here. The conversation, the two-minute shower. It's absolutely redundant. The shower, to me, is the worst part. I know we're, they're trying to give you a whole, oh, my God, she might get shower killed. Oh, well, which brings us to psycho. No, here's a phone call. No, this is the mom phone call, right? This is the mom phone call, yeah. No, yeah. hi, mom. Yeah, hi, mom, you bitch. I forgot. She's so dis- I know. I'm sorry. I'm concerned that you were <laughs> yeah. a survivor of a major ma- massacre. So as I read more into it, this is supposed to be like the neighboring town or like the suburb division of Crystal Lake. And that what she said? She's there. I, yeah, she's like, like I'm the how. demons, okay. like I said. So I okay. was I was right on the, on the right track there. Um, and I can understand that. That makes kind of well. Makes that sense. makes sense that Jason doesn't go too far. Now, in the book, supposedly the book, which I've never read, but I, there's excerpts on the online again, Friday13Franchise.com is excerpts of the books as well. They said they they took actual novelizations of that, saying that, or the, in the novelization, sorry, they're saying that she went to the lake as part of exercising the demons, yeah. and Jason saw her. And followed her back, and that's what's happened. So earlier this day, she should she oh, went to the lake type thing, oh. and now Jason's followed her to back to this house. But I don't think Jason, growing up in the backwoods, since that's what they went with. So we we've had our theories about did he come to life at the moment, uh, or at the moment that his mom was decapitated, did he come to life? Because that wouldn't make sense because it's only a couple months later. Exactly. And he's fully grown. So they decided, they went with the story that he never did drown. drown that Mrs. Voorhees was so batshit crazy that she never, after the whole traumatic event, was so crazy that she just assumed her son was dead even though he was right there with her. That thing, like he never, she was never able to get over it. Okay, I get it. That type of thing. Like just a, a, a uber crazy. <laughs> yeah, the... The, the famous uh, clothes throw in the bed. Yeah. And, and that's funny enough. You know, I'll Steve buy that. Was I'll a, buy that. Steve Miner was a fan of Hitchcock, and that actually, if anything in this movie is Hitchcocky, this whole it would be part, that. Yeah, yeah, this whole very like follow the camera of kind of being the predator in, in a sense, us as the audience being the the camera. So like I mean that's very Hitchcocky, and so you can see some of the uh, influences there. Uh, I think that's the only time you'll probably hear that in this movie in this podcast though. Probably now. I hate this. So Jason, of course, lived all that time. Why Sean Cunningham couldn't buy into it. Why Tom Savini of the FX guy. I mean, I love Tom Savini, but like, just take the movie. But yeah. He was too busy doing the burning, I guess. But Jason Crankle and him, this is what, I, this is what I'm going on. I, I've got, I went on a tangent three times now. 
if this is him, I left breadcrumbs back to it. <laughs> they, like, why? They, Jason does not know how to crank call somebody. I mean, you're supposed to assume that that's Jason. I, I've read, but I've younger people, people know how to use phones more. <laughs> as Jason got older, he knows as, as they say, like Jason grew up in the backwoods. He's losing the shit shack there with. So that could have been anything though. It's just my red herring. Could have been a red herring phone call. Yeah. I don't think. I think you're reading a lot into the phone call. Whatever. It doesn't make any difference. It doesn't have. It doesn't progress this scene at all. It just makes it a little bit. Well, it makes it a little bit more scary. So I know you like the theory that Jason came to life when the. But second, it doesn't make sense like, now. If this is a couple months later. Yeah, the second his mom was decapitated, it sprang into life. But no, it was a dream. But it was enough of a dream to be the catalyst for that Jason lives, lived all that time, and now is the main. I love how protagonist. She's, she's looking around. Or she's antagonist. Like spiders antagonist. Or antagonist. He's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Protagonist, who gives a fuck? I'm done. I'm watching her. I'm watching her look at things that aren't even there. Yeah, this is like the coffee scene in part one. Remember? And there's aha. Oh, Take is me it? On. Yeah. No, that was. Oh, yeah. But I like that. That was a good little addition. Like that, she's drawing her. Feelings. Yeah, because she was a drawer. Like, I mean, she drew Steve Christie. They should have had the Steve Christie uh, picture in this again. They should. Well, they put. No, that, that he was already in the uh, flashback, so they had to pay him. Maybe, maybe not. I like this. Introduce the ice pick. She grabs the ice pick because she's scared. And then the PA decides to throw in the cat, as we said before. Oh, my gosh. Like, it, like it literally like, chucked cat. in. It's cannon cat. <laughs> <laughs> and she wouldn't have uh, seen it by now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you puss. I think, I don't know. I could be wrong on this. Was that the first ever? I can't imagine that was the first ever cat jump Oh, God, no. no. No, no, no. But it's definitely not going to be the last because every slasher movie since keeps using it. Even there, even this series. Oh, this series it. used it to death. All the way to eight, seven, eight, I think. Would you like something to eat? I love this. Ah, mm -hmm. oh, severed head. Now everybody's like, they didn't know whose head that was. They just showed it in the flashback that someone got their head cut off. And again, that was a cheap death. The old ice pick to the head gag. You don't, see, all, yeah. you don't see anything. And, and, and then he, this scene was always so weird. Courteous. Yeah. Courteous Jason takes the tea off the or the boiling water off the thing. I figured he smashes her head down into the grill. Uh, but they I, cut it or something. Back like in that. 1981, it was very nice. I, there's no there was no knowledge of that anywhere. <laughs> and then this part. <laughs> part two. I love that. First one, the TV breaks. This one explodes in the subtitles part two. <laughs> Harry Manfredini mm -hmm. uh, said he pretty much reprised the same role of the same theme for the first one. Just added a few little nuances for this one. Like. But that just kind of makes it work. Oh, yeah. Good cast in this. Again, very likable cast. Even well, the because the first one was so famous, they had a better choice of uh, actors trying out for it. As we mentioned the first time, for all intents and purposes, this is a remake. Although yeah. it's called Part 2, it takes the exact same formula, the exact same sort of framing... Uh, and essentially, the, the skeleton of the first movie makes it much faster paced and introduces Jason. Well, because now they can build a franchise. Yeah, and in Jason, of course, is uh, the... the the one weird thing about this one is this is like that sort of middling movie that Jason's like the killer, but he's not iconic Jason. Not yet, and he doesn't become iconic Jason until what the third, the, the end of the third one. Yeah, the last reel, part three, like when you grab Shelley's mask and comes exactly. Out. Just to kill the less people. And it's funny because yeah. when you think about it, everybody didn't even get it until the final chapter. It was such a thing about having the hockey mask killer. I remember being a kid yeah. and thinking, oh, wasn't he in all of them? Yeah. You just assumed. So when I saw this for the first time, I was like, like a fucking sack? Yeah. <laughs> I said, like, it's like Dave, you mentioned, uh, 
one of the one of the guys who likes to franchise Dave said like you thought it was like a potato sack. It, it just looks weird. And yeah, there's been the Elephant Man. Unfortunately, came out right after, so people thought they're making fun of it. Uh, other people said the inspiration came from the tre- the town that dreaded sundown. Most most likely, they said it was just because it was easy. It was accessible. Everybody had like was able to get a, a burlap sack. Yeah, a yeah. sack, and then boom. Or it looks burlap. like a pillowcase in some scenes, and it looks like a burlap sack in other scenes. And yeah. cheesecloth. Yeah, and cheesecloth. <laughs> And these these characters here, they're likable. And it's really supposed to be like the Marcy Kevin Bacon of this yes. era. But I love how they stop in the town. Crazy Ralph is right on them. Oh, I know. <laughs> He's like, "What teenager? Yeah, teenagers. Did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just sniff these motherfuckers out? They stopped there. What did did their buddy Ted tell them? Stop in front of the Exxon station. Yeah, call he, me because this guy's already towing the truck. No, it was all the big setup because of it. Yeah. But so like he, he must have said, "Stop at that general store." Oh, he did. I, I think I think they mention it after the scene when you when they see Howdy Doody. Yeah. Howdy Doody. Who, who is probably the most likable character of all Friday Thirteen. <laughs> he doesn't die or anything either. No. This okay. Here's a great idea for a plot line that they could have done. All is, the survivors. All the survivors end up getting killed in the next film. <laughs> There's crazy Ralph. Great that they got him back. But just like he just like instantaneously, he doesn't even know who they are. I know. We're just asking for directions. We're not going to Crystal Lake. Like, camp one. Every, every person comes in this town gets like that rap from Crazy Ralph. <laughs> You're going to Camp One, aren't you? I uh, can smell your vagina. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Shadika, smell my cock. You're going to Camp Blood for the cock. <laughs> He's like, that's crazy, Tom. <laughs> He's that crazy. You know what makes me laugh, uh, though? We were going to Camp Blood. Uh, they should be able to see their car being towed, and then all of a sudden she does. A bad shot there, that's all. Hey, asshole, this is my truck. <laughs> oh, my God, his mouth is massive. And he looks like he's about... This was the guy that played... I, I said he was in um, Body Double. Or not Body Double. I said he was. Uh, he had a cameo as a cab driver in uh, Blowout. But it was actually Dressed to Kill. Oh, okay. So he has a oh, very small role in Dressed to Dressed Kill. to Kill might come up at some point. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. There's Ronnie Howard. There's Ted. <laughs> Ronnie Howard. Look at those shorts. There's Ralph Melth. Ralph Melth. He looks like he's the, got like ballerina. He legs. looks like, you know, the cover of like, what's the guy from Mad Magazine? Like, he's like the cover of Mad Magazine. Uh, Alfred Newman? Yeah. That's <laughs> him. There he is. In person. That's going to be great. Oh. Camp counselors, and for whatever reason, this guy fucking Ralph and down pegged us the second we came in. Yeah, right? No, they're not even talking about it. <laughs> We're on the phone, buddy. You might have gone to Camp Blood, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, you would have heard that. Hey, fuck face. What's Camp Blood? <laughs> they don't know nothing. But look, it's the same, even like the same set. Three in a car. Ned was driving in part one. Kevin Bacon was getting the fictitious hand job. In the middle? He was just getting the Was she on the other side? Was she in the middle? Yep, she was in the middle. I don't remember that part now. Yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember the sequence of them being... And I was like, oh. That's a horrible shot because of the reflection. They needed banjo and then the tree. Jason thought like a little tree. It's like a twig that he pulled out into the road. This will stop him. But do you think that's why, or is it it was a just... No, no. Because there was a storm the night before. No, no. I think this is Jason saying, heed my warning. Mm. If you're not going to listen to Crazy Ralph in town, heed this warning. This twig that I put in the way. This place is spooky. And look how she puts her purse around her vagina. Yeah. And this looks great. Like, I mean, again, this probably spooky looks... vagina. <laughs> then they, they fucked it up with part three because they moved the locations for filming. And but, yeah. It just, so it just really takes away. Like, is... This one looks... It's identical to one, but Jason's a killer in this mm-hmm. one. You're right. Why did they end up going the other route? Have more control over the set? No, Same I think because they, they were filming off-season, so they want to have it warmer for people. Uh, Although I heard part four was freezing when they did that one. And six. Yeah, so it's just all relative, I guess, to what time of the year they filmed them. But Is this where you went with your family? 
Well, no, that was in part one, because I believe this one was filmed more in Kent, Connecticut, I believe. And I was in uh, in Blairstown, yeah, for part one. So that's where Annie's walking into town. Yeah, that. And, and that thing. and then. But that wasn't the same town they just filmed. No. But again, they made it look very similar. Remember, this this one now, all of a sudden now, Crystal Lake has a casino bar. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's my favorite. What happened to Doris at the diner? <laughs> or what was her name? Pat? I don't know. Can you help me out here? Remember when What's His Face gets the machete to the head and goes down the stairs? Yeah. That's the stairs. Yeah, those are down. the stairs. Okay, yeah. all right. Those are the stairs to the dock. So I guess that's the setup there. Mm-hmm. And these are the setup of the cabins. I like how they've, they've set up some cabins. And they, there's a ton of people that we never see, really see again. No, and that's what I like, like about actors, it too. Yeah. And I'm not going to bring up the fact again that that guy in the wheelchair is hot and he's getting a debate. Yeah, we're not going to bring that up. No, no, no. We're, we're, or we're, we're going to bring up Terry's tight, tight shorts and the way that this guy turns them on by slingshotting a fucking rock into her ass. Like, look at that. Even, like, you're oh, gay. Like, that, look at that ass. That's gorgeous. Yeah, it's it's like, gorgeous. I love she's that. She's hot. Yeah, she yeah. is. Well, yeah. We're not talking about eating it, Vince. We're just talking about looking at it. Oh, I need it. Yeah, I know he <laughs> went right down on the thing like it's a fucking... Like, I can't believe you haven't eaten ass. Okay, we're not going back to that topic yeah, we're either. Not. No, sorry. I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> I don't think cannibalism has anything to do with it, but okay. But I love... You did make a point the first part, because this is, again, if you're not aware of this, we're revisiting part two. We have did this two years ago. Uh, so if you want to see us back when we were really rough and tumbly. Uh, well, you know what? We won't play clips because I just did a best of, so I yeah, feel like I we're cannibalizing the old ones. Just listen to it on its own. But I do like the point you made. Was there that much of a surplus? Did they need this many camp counselors to actually have a counselor training facility? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, is that... You brought that up. That's hilarious. It was the big It was the big thing of the 80s. Yeah. I, think. I, don't know. <laughs> I was like saying, of course, after part one, everybody wanted to get laid and whatever. Crazy Ralph just seems to know where everybody is in this town. He's always perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> the perplexed look on Crazy uh, Ralph's face is bad. classic. <laughs> Muffin. Yeah. The first time we see Muffin. Precious Muffin. The dog. What, why are they so shocked? Like, what the hell when Ginny pulls up I in her know, car? Well, I, know, I know she's late, but because she made such an entrance? Yeah, the car backfired and bullshit. Oh, she's supposed to have food or something? I don't know. No. He's just mad that she's late. But isn't she the cook? No, no. She's like the assistant head counselor. Oh, that's right. Like, she's assistant because suppose they're fucking. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's going he's gonna to ream her out or eat her out? Yeah, he gives her a handshake and then they kiss or something like that. This looks good. You know what? It's all about her feathery hair. It's a very 80s, early 80s thing. Or late and, yeah, 70s. and we said it before, but it, we're doing this show again. So although we can't repeat stuff, Believe I me, still... It we was went 20 the, episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, we went through the whole series. She's still one of the best final girls. I think it's because of the chase, her gusto, her whatever. Her psychology. Look, look, look at it. It's her psychology. psychology. Yeah. And, and going back into that, Adrian King... Worked because it was sort of one of the originals. Yeah. Based off the, uh, of course. She just uh, survived, basically. Yeah, she I just mean, survived. Jenny is tough. Jenny. God forbid I say Jenny. 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 Is tough and just awesome and become a fan favorite. Chris, which a lot of people like in part three. Because she goes is, through the most. She does go through those. And that chase scene is good, but I, I feel, oh. I don't agree. You can't be a lot. <laughs> but it's just, it's a little weaker. Kimberly Beck or uh, Trish. Trish is a good one. Trish too. is good, but she's just too scared. And again, but she's like, saving her brother. That's where there's not yeah. a final girl. Only now it's like the brother and, and everything else. And then we've got Pam. Pam really Pam is not even a fan ass. of girl. Just good, looks good in a white t-shirt. Um, Meg, <laughs> um, Megan Fox or Megan uh, Fox is good, but she's really Tommy's sidekick. Yeah, again, it's a duo, yeah. a duo. But yeah, she's a little because she's got a little bit of gusto to her as well. And then Tina, then Tina, who some people hail part seven as like. 
one of the best. You, you guys girl. are fucking idiots. Yeah, so, right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what you are. You're bloody fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not one of the best. Sorry. We've lost about six listeners. That's right okay. Yeah, turn us off. I don't care. If you look, part seven is your favorite. We just don't see eye to eye. doesn't mean you can't listen to our thought process. Stay clean on your menstrual cycle. Fun parts about it. <laughs> like, who doesn't listen? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> who doesn't? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't Shit, have to stay worry clean. about that stuff. I don't know. If I don't you got like a wet nap with you? Because I got this thing is starting to leak. And then uh, the I'd say part eight is probably one of the worst too. <laughs> part eight, yeah, Rainy is not even rememberable. No. At all. Like she's... Too squeaky clean. It's just not. She doesn't even do anything. She doesn't even lose. Six of pet in his eye. That's it. <laughs> she doesn't even lose her. Like her hair is intact and her makeup's intact the whole time. It's and then, dumb. and then the other in part nine, or Jason goes to hell. The final girl's not even introduced. Oh, here it is though. Oh yeah. Anyway, okay. part nine, the girl's not introduced till halfway through, and she's tough but forgettable. Here's the campfire scene. Great scene. It's pretty much the quintessential scene. It is the quintessential Friday the Thirteenth scene, and it's great when they use it for the flashback footage for the final chapter. Mm-hmm. And he's explained it. So he survived off the wilderness. Wild animals and vegetation. Which, which eventually, is, wild animals ends up being muffin later. <laughs> <laughs> which is in the reboot, though. That's how he survived, yeah. too. Here we go. She disappeared two months. Two months. So it is two. Blood was everywhere. We didn't see that part. <laughs> we have to take your word for it, Paul. Yeah. Blood was everywhere, everybody. We just saw a pick sorter go into her head. And you know that didn't work for it. Yeah, see? see so it wasn't... It wasn't the little boy. It, that was her figment of her imagination. Yeah. He just saw his mom get killed. Yeah, well, exactly, because they never wrote it to be a franchise. In Victor Miller's story, in Sean Cunningham's film, in that, yeah. in that life, they said Jason was dead. He did not live. He was not. And Ron Kurtz, I believe is his name, the writer of this movie, who did some touch-ups on part one, he's the one that put in like a couple of the scenes that like spoofed up part one. So Phil Scaduri, I believe his name is, He's like the mastermind behind Friday the 13th, but he's like... The one who thought of it? The guy from Boston. Yeah. One of the Boston supporters. So he must have been the one that saw Twitch of the Death Nerve because he told uh, Ron what to write. Mm -hmm. So that's probably where the double payment came. So I want that in my film. Mm -hmm. Uh, He said, you know, he wants like like all the Jason stuff. And then, of course, Ted pops back up with a mask that Jason could have easily used. But didn't. Yeah. Who... Is the mastermind after they saw part one and thought, oh, let's figure out how we can make Jason the killer. Phil. I think it, it was, was that Phil. Okay. Yeah. It was the, the uh, he wanted, because Sean Cunningham wanted it to be like what Halloween 3 became. So they were every Friday the 13th or every year, there's going to be a different story. What the show ended up being, the yeah, original yeah, show yeah, ended yeah. up being kind of like that. See, and then even Ted makes a, makes a face with the mask on top of the real spear he decided to use for the gag. Again, <laughs> we'll make that. Why didn't Jason steal that mask? I just noticed I mean, that someone mentioned stuff. a scuba gear. I think, Dave, you mentioned you wanted him, like, no one's worn a scuba gear. I don't that, I don't think it would have been scary or, or it would have been more laugh. More by the way, just uh, more, ra- more dead raccoon taxi. No taxidermy. raccoons. That was a bird. But um, you never see these guys again. <laughs> I love it. I know. Hi, Muffin. She's not working out. Why is she wearing a fucking headband? Didn't she go for a walk earlier? I don't know. It's the 80s. This is the part that I, I, I've always found. But you know what? They threw this movie together in a month. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the script well, is so bad. Get, I think they're trying to get you to know the people. <laughs> know the person by dancing with the dog. Yeah. Like, oh, he's nice. Uh, and he's making the girl laugh because he's dancing with Muffin. Which is a nice metaphor. Yeah. Dance with my Muffin. <laughs> and by dance, I mean give me two fingers deep and then... <laughs> and then Muffin, Muff, Muff. So, like, he just keeps looking back down at the game. <laughs> Checkmate, buddy. It's not rocket science. <laughs> <laughs> And who just 
dances at like a random. I mean, I mean, like if I throw music on, I just start dancing. I would be fucking loaded to do that. I'd have to be <laughs> super drunk to be dancing to no music. This is the other thing we pointed out the last time, but it def- definitely should be brought up again. So Jason runs for the whole end of the movie. Love it. Yet he walks in every other freaking scene. So in the scene coming up here where uh, Crazy Ralph gets it, which I was a little disappointed with. Again, he went through all that to bring Crazy Ralph back. He could have been a red herring yeah. uh, for definitely a little bit longer. So if you just start to make him look like it's he, the one that's snooping around, they kill him right away. I know. I, I agree with you. They could have kept that for one of the end ones. It's so ridiculous. I was just looking. What's that girl's name, the double impalement girl? Sandra. Her like her her nipples are so soft and tender that you can see them through her little her sweater. Supposedly she's like I didn't think she was this young because no no one looks young in this movie or that young, but supposedly she was only sixteen, which is why you never see her topless. No kidding. Yeah. She's naked, but I, I can't I can't imagine. I would figure she had to be eighteen. I thought everybody would have to So that's the crazy Ralph right. shadow, of course. Which is good. So you just set up the red herring and then you, you just take it away. Boop, Bada boosh. Yes. But she doesn't take any shit. Who's there? Her yeah, career. I think her career should have been a bit bigger than it was. I know she was on uh, April Fools. April Fools she Day. She was on that show, TV The Power show. of uh, Matthew Powers, or whatever like Power that. Power Matthew Star. Yeah. I Power of Matthew Power. The Power of Matthew Powers. <laughs> Power she was on Power a couple other things too. Uh, we think we. Oh yeah, she was in a ton of things, but like. <clears throat> excuse me. She's not virginal. Which is good. That's a little different than usual. True enough. She she goes all the way. Oh yeah. Oh, she's getting skewered right now. So then you think this might be Jason, but it's just crazy Ralph, the crazy peeping Tom, who just wants to catch some tit. Maybe a bit cock. And who knows? Crazy Ralph could be crazy for cock. <laughs> crazy for cock. So what I love is Jason's already pre-planned this because obviously, as everybody's he's right behind the tree, it's already been, <laughs> it's already been done. Mm-hmm. He's already had to hook that uh, barbed wire or whatever the hell it is that he uses that chain. That he uses to kind of choke him and kill him. And put his body where? Did we ever see it again? I don't remember. Yeah, you see, it comes out of the pantry later for Ginny. That's right. Oh, he looks like he came from above the tree. Yeah. Okay. Like, and again, not very bloody. That one doesn't look like it got censored. Because it's not that much blood. Yeah. Now, Paul's so pissed off that Ginny's so late. Why would he let her sleep in? And there's beware bears. <laughs> so stupid. I've woken up to that on yeah. my hair, too. <laughs> <laughs> totally different type. <laughs> like, why can't he wheel the course? I'm still pissed off that this guy. It's a training. Everybody's camp. running. <laughs> everybody's running and training. And, and why are they training for running? Like they're gonna be. Well, they're chasing kids, maybe. I don't know. And then, of course, we have some Jason Cam here. And I honestly think in this Jason Cam footage, he trips. It's such a bad Jason Cam. It's a terrible. I don't even understand yeah. what it's. It's really before. bad POV. Jenny looks right at the fucking POV. Look, look. She's looking right at what is supposed to be yeah. the Jason POV. He's camouflaged. Yeah, <laughs> and it happens about four or five times in this movie. You're just like, I really? Oh, this is when... Maybe it's Muffin, Muffin POV. Muffin sees or comes up to the feet of our beloved killer. So we think Muffin's gone. Well, there's... Oh, you, well, you, you see you him kill, later. How could you kill Muffin? You can kill Muffin. I love this shot. It's a beautiful edit. Muffin to hot dogs. <laughs> Beautiful. And the chainsaw, of course, which ends up coming into play. Of course. They're gonna introduce the chainsaw. You're gonna see it's gonna be used in the final reel, no question. But muffin dies. Because we see a torn up muffin later. There's nothing that there's everything about what you see later is a torn up dog. It's a torn up dog and it's a muffin. So the fact that it makes a comeback at the end is the dumbest thing ever. Are you sure? Watch. Okay, I gotta so see that, this now Terry, look, this is when Terry looks at the POV cam. 
And she's looking for Muffin, remember? But she's looking right at us at eye level. Yes. Directly at us. That's... Wow. I've never really... understood that. Is it because it was darker in the 80s? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but she's looking right at the POV, which, like I said, is it's supposed to be Jason's point of view, and looking directly at it. And when she's calling for Muffin, why the fuck would she be at eye level? That is weird. <laughs> well, there he is again. Yeah, again. Third POV, less than two minutes. And here's the camp scene where Eve... Decides to take Adam away. Yeah. Brings him in. It's a bit of a... Uh, yeah, oh, it's not a stretch. I do enjoy this Crystal Lake, like you were saying, it reminds me of the first one. He's only doing stuff... He's only doing stuff for her to keep her out of trouble. Yeah, you know she turned into a huge... Porn star. Uh, no, not porn star. She, like, <laughs> she's done a lot of jail time. Oh, no kidding. Got really heavy into drugs. Like, her life really went... Because she was 16 self. doing this movie. I, someone said 16. I had no clue she was that young. But that was the reason they said she don't see her topless. It's because she wasn't 18. She's got big tits for 16. That's, I know, kind of gross. Yeah, see, I like this lake. Love it. And here are the, the old-time jokes that, like, were in every joke book you ever read growing up. But for some reason, Ted says that he made up his jokes. That's probably because he thinks he made it up, but he heard it from somewhere before. And what kind of fucking hat is he wearing? Did I bring up that before? But I like that because, again, they're trying to make the characters likable. They're trying to give a little bit more depth. Oh, we've said that. The only yeah. time the characters get unlikable is part five and up. Not really, though. Well, no, a little bit three, of part Even part three. three uh, Harold right at the get-go. Harold was likable with the wife. And the gang. And the gang. Yeah. And then the, some of the acting and Shelly. Remember part three, everybody hates Shelly? Well, that's because he's Shelly. <laughs> well, there's no trespassing signs in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there would be, wouldn't there? I guess true. That's I guess. a private property thing. It's not about true enough. killing. But again, I, I never understand why they, they are in the middle of nowhere. But this cop catches them, and his cop car is right there. So there's obviously some sort of route or road to get to where they are. And they're maybe very close to where Jason's habitat is. Because as we noticed later on in the movie, uh, Ginny seems to run there within like five Wait. minutes. <laughs> there, oh. that's Muffin. Wait a second. I gotta look. Closely. You don't see it again. Is there a bow? A wild animal. It looks like a fucking dog called Muffin. Now, now not only that, they uh, they said, should we tell Terry? And she says, no, as far as I know, we saw nothing. So they even think I it's Muffin. i never heard that part. He, it's right here. Oh. comes up after this. After the no seconds for dessert. Well, then, that A little means... backstory that Paul's a little against the cops here with a no seconds. Sorry, it just means then that Ginny's uh, attack at the end is a dream sequence if Muffin's a lot dead. No, they, they, I'll tell you something about that, how the writer envisioned that. He says that was just something not translating properly from the written page to the screen. And Which part? The end part. Because it was, was not... coming back to life? It was written as reality. It was written even as the reality. Writer, even so the then, writer says So then, then the dog reality. coming back to life was the mistake. Or it was not a dog. Or it's or, Muffin's twin. It's, it's twin Muffin. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard him double bush. Yeah. <laughs> it's one for you, one for you. One for you, one for you. By the way, it's almost time to trim my bush. My, my Christmas tree. Your face bush? Because that, that's... Like, that's oh, yeah. Bush. I got a big bush on my face right now. That's true. Well, I got a big old bear bush. <laughs> we no, just my... missed the line that you wanted to hear. Oh yeah, I can believe you. <laughs> uh, this is when Jason uh, decides after yeah twenty twenty years of not ever just jumping out, jump in front. Ah, there's a cop. I'll just jump in front. Now I don't think it's justified. He's just running through the woods. Why the hell does this cop have to? Hey, I think it. I think we're these are private woods. <laughs> no, I think it looked more suspicious. Yeah. Oh, and plus, he's always been trolling to see if anyone's trespassing. 
I guess true enough. But he's, he said not, it's been quiet for he's five not years. in shape. He's not I hear in you. shape. He's not in shape for this. Because he just said it was been quiet for five years and whatever. But Jason doesn't do a very good job of not leading him right back to his shit shack. True enough. This is where the timeline comes pooch screwed, right? Because they said it's five years later after part one. So it should be 1985. And this is where we start getting all like, yeah. oh, So the, the opening sequence took place two months after. And now this whole main part of the movie is five years later. Yeah. Oh, the big puddle. Infamous. We love that word. The infamous puddle that we come back to like 15 times in this movie. I don't know. I guess they were obsessed with distance and perspective. Yeah. This cop really wants to chase that guy, though. Like, is it really that big of a deal that someone ran through the woods with a hood on its head? I don't know what he's trying to yeah, accomplish by yeah. catching him. It seems a little crazy. Like, okay, so he jumped in front of her. And I love how he runs with his face down and then, ooh? Ooh, I'm glad shot. you never really did make fun of me when I said that when they came to this. I thought it was like there was. I thought it was the rundown camp from part one. That okay. all overgrown when did, when from five you, years later. When did you say that? The last time we watched this movie. Oh, I didn't. Remember. That's what I thought it was. Like it doesn't look like it at all. It looks like a big piece of shit that Jason put together. It's the over original Voorhees house. <laughs> it is a big piece of shit that he put together. And there's the stuff that he stole, like the little baby Look chair. Look at that chair over there. Yeah, the chair, chair has no... It's, yeah. it's a rimming chair. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so you can sit and put your ass through it. And so some you, guy I used to get that gym. That's why I grew a beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and get so extra flavor. Tasted like rim jobs or did oh he just steal God. it from a gay Rim couple? job with a beard? Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Help us all. You just don't know what you're missing. You know what? In this case, I'll take the missing. You know what? Uh, someone brought this up in Banana Laser, the video, or the Banana Laser podcast. Kudos to you guys. They brought up something there. That's a he great had name, to pull, <laughs> He had to pull a sheet away. So does that mean Jason had shame is what they brought up? I think that's hilarious. Because why would he care? Yeah, He's been living out in the woods. He a bit of he, privacy. He wants his own privacy, you think? And just create a separate door to the Because he was raised mom? for at least a few years by his mom. Okay, so privacy in the shit shack and yeah. a separate room for his mom's severed head. Exactly. Love, I wish he would Ah, That is brutally done still, even though you don't oh, see Oh, I much, can totally see how bad it is. Even though they said that they had the, the, a blood pack version, that works. That one was really... Oh, I thought it was a bad cut. Oh, you didn't like it? I, I like it. I, I, I felt, it felt wiggy and uh, wooden to me. <laughs> it felt wiggy. Wiggy and wooden. Yeah. Why is Paul wearing a Christmas elf? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas elves, ah, uh, oh, great segue. <laughs> I've done for two years now. If you haven't checked them out, please do so. Uh, Google twenty-five deaths of the elf on the shelf. I've done season one and season two. They're all on YouTube. So there's twenty. Well, there's actually twenty-six episodes each year. I'm thinking of doing a third season, but it's a lot of work, so I'm not sure if I'm going to do that yet. But it's like an advent calendar for all you. Elf on the Shelf haters out After there. After this podcast, I'll tell you, I have some ideas about it. Okay. I like this whole segue. How the camera went across, and you said that everybody can go for the night of the town. Here's the thing about this. If I was at this training camp, I think, I'm, and I knew it was going to get laid, I would be one of the counselors that stayed behind. I would have been fucking killed. Yeah. Meanwhile, I would have rather gone to a casino and drink. Well, yeah, but more people are going to the casino to drink, so your chances of getting laid are out there. But if you saw Terry stay back, even well, though she's a bitch, you're like, yeah. Try. Well, I would. I want the wheelchair guy. He, his dick works, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, who knows? I guess so because he wants to fuck later. Because because she does actually. Vicky does ask that. But they're good kids. Like I said before, that he rolls up the flag. Kids. They're normal kids. Rolls yeah. up the flag, takes it in. But like, look, Jason's here. Yeah. And he just walks like go oh, be do be da. <laughs> you and that noise. 
And he's wearing, uh, it looks like... He, That's so wrong. That doesn't match anything else from the movie. So that going, was, that was Elephant after, Man. That looks like the Elephant Man right there, that shadow. I think he's going after Terry now. It's a full moon. Oh, this is total 80s. But you know what's Just funny? Just throw some ADR uh, voices over them driving away. <laughs> Notice this background. Like it's a full moon, clear sky, no indication at all it's going to rain later. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of was like... Eh. True. And Terry. And do would you do you go skinny dipping by yourself? In the Isn't mid- skinny dipping something you do with other people? Not only that, doing it at night in a lake when there, anything can snatch and grab you. It, like I mean, like fish or snapping turtles. Come on. Now, I swear we see bushes. At least you see side bush. I guarantee there's some bush. Terry looks quaffed. She's got a little... No, there's bush. If we don't see bush, I'll be shocked. And I said it last time that we saw bush. We saw a side boob and front No, boob. we see bush. We see boobs, no question. But I guarantee we see bush. Casino bar. They said these were all yokels. Or yokels. This actually reminds me of Porky's. Yeah. Did yokels. Up, did I bring that before? It reminds me of Porky's. No, yeah, Porky's. It looks like Porky's. Uh, revenge? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, good old Porky's. For all you Americans out there, Porky's is one of the f- most famous Canadian films. Oh, Porky's was huge in the States. Do you think so? That's Yeah, that's... But there like, we go. There's kids. tits. All right, there's the tits. Let's see if there's bush. There is tits. She just stripped down. I guess we were just talking so much that I just talked myself out of seeing mm-hmm. bush. Good Lord, all that spit flying through the air. I can hardly see the TV. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's... Yeah, Wait, there, there you go. Let me see if there, I can see bush. I'm the expert on bush. Well, she's naked. There's ass. So where's the bush? There's a little bush. I saw a bush. Well, she's kind of half covering it. Yeah, but it's more like trimmed bush. Yeah. It's not... It's, it's like a not, landing strip. It's not Margot Kidder bush. No. <laughs> it's not the bushiest bush known to man. Margot uh, Kidder bush. Margot Kidder bush. I had no clue she had bushy bush. You have to look it up in Playboy. <laughs> There's a dead raccoon taxidermy. There's a dead deer taxidermy. dead deer taxidermy. I'm bored. Let's fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm that's bored. what I'd be like. Let's fuck. And Vicky's like all horned up too. Well, I would be too. Vicky looks good now too because she's pretty young in this too. She looks young. She looks like she's, she's like got 17. natural looks. She's got natural looks. Horrible kill when she's like. Ah, ah. I like it because that's when you get introduced to Jason. True. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> so she was in real life said that she was so turned on by this guy, but he said it's not going to happen, honey. And please, it's not going to happen. I want an ass and a cock and teabagged by balls from Vince Franco. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that was ever on the order. Mm. <laughs> I think you ordered that a la carte. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Ow. This guy's such a good sleazy guy. I'm going to steal her clothes, so I'm going to be yes. able to see more tit. And what was over there? Like her brat or something like that? Uh, something else is that. Her headband that she loves to fucking wear. She's like a walking Nike commercial. That was a little bit of a dun 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 dun, like a little jawsy. Oh, oh, there's Bush. Oh, yeah. There's. It's not like close up Bush. Like, we're not getting, like, an extreme close-up, but he's, there's Bush. At least he's nice enough to yeah. leave her her shoes. It's just more concerned about covering her tits than, like, her... Like her. Yeah, that's yeah. her vagina. I'd be like, oh! Like, grabbing, like, a fig leaf or something. Now that he's seen everything, what does it matter, right? Yeah. Who cares? So this is this is where Jason becomes the hunter, right? Because he actually... That's a trap. Yeah, it's a trap. This is a trap. Because he's got to pull the rope. No, that's not a pull rope trap. That's a regular slap back trap. How would that pull? Like the he just stepped into the loop. He didn't yeah, do anything. No, one of those things are set up that way. There's something under, like there's a twig that holds it down, and you break it, and it goes. Oh really? Yeah. But Jason still must have set that up. Oh, he set it up. Yeah. But he's not there right now. So this is where the remake kind of takes the fact that he's a bit more of a hunter. 
mm-hmm. when people are like all like all pissed off at the remake. I love, like we, I'm sorry, I didn't. I just noticed the juxtaposition. Yeah, his face is right at her bush. Right at her bush. I hate this. <laughs> Again at Jason's face. Yeah. yeah no, I don't oh, think no. that was. I think it was just the camera. Mm-hmm. I think it was Steve Miner was getting too excited about doing a 3D movie next that he had Terry throw it at the camera. So Terry went from bitch to being kind of nice because now she's wearing that beautiful shirt that's just absolutely mm. redonkulous. Like, they don't make shirts like this anymore, right? Eh? Although they make slutty clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the second time they did that, though, because uh, Alice did it when she opens up the curtain, and then I just noticed that. And this would have been so good if they just let it play out, him hanging upside down, and yes, they use the back end of the sword or the machete. It doesn't matter because it's such a great kill, but you see what, like a drizzle. I know, but it's poorly edited. Like a little bit. Poorly censored, I should say. Yeah. And then, oh, it's just a taste. Justin, yeah. You just get it like a taste. But he should, that should And in today's standards, let me put it to you this way. That would have been on TV. Well, remember oh, the, remember Walking the opening? Walking Dead, there's like blood yeah, yeah. bursting out of their necks. So this is my uh, backlash to Cisco and Ebert of the day saying, you know, blah, 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 blah. The gore from this, even though how heavily it censored it is, is the precursor for the golden age of television we're going through right now with all these horror shows like American Horror Story. You know Story what, though? You Don't just, you think? Yeah. If it wasn't for this, it wouldn't happen. That she would know that the blood would be everywhere. It'd be dripping still. Like, he would be like a... like a. It'd be dripping. Like, and he barely looks like he's covered there. Like, there's a yeah. little bit on his face. Speaking of which, you just brought up a good point. I hate how Terry dies. Yeah. It's always been a cop-out death to me. That's the worst death in the movie. Why does it go to electric guitar either? It's not even yeah, like a like death by... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I think I just came up with the perfect, perfect. You're talking about the Golden Age of Television. Mm-hmm. Now, we should do zombie, zombie Siskel and Ebert. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them are like, so like, they come out, two thumbs up. You just have someone with like, hey, hey, I guess it's a thumb up from Ebert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you no. do Puppet Master style? <laughs> I wonder if I could get the rights to that. <laughs> I want exclusive rights to Zombie, Siskel, and Ebert. Okay, well, we heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want the bar to look fall how much down beer, on you. Look how much beer he's drank. They're saying that they're just yo- like regulars. Like th- That was the people, that was the waitress at the bar. How would he know that some girl panicked and fell out of, fell out of a canoe? Yeah, how would he know that? Yeah. <laughs> it's, is in the police but this report? Is a, I guess this is to get the idea of... Saying that she thought she saw Jason, but then that makes the dream a reality. Because she was delirious, though. It so could, she's still saying, could be a figment of her imagination. So she's saying that. Oh my but god! I, that's, no, no, because uh, Mrs. Voorhees, when she's chasing, like before her big spiel about why she's killed all these yeah. kids, was talking about her son Jason and he drowned and all that stuff. So because uh, Alice went through that horrible experience and she's been all night long up in a canoe. Finally sees the cops and then has like a panic attack that, what if there is a kid in the lake? He's coming for revenge on me because they killed his mother. So, okay, so she went public with that story and that's how Ted knows about it? Yeah. And then yet Jason's been living, okay. Could be that. Oh my God, look at a string together, the yeah. worst thread yeah. ever. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how Ginny is using the psychology to piece together the backstory. Another great scene, some could argue a pathetic scene, but I think this is exactly the meat of the movie. So they're, they're trying to bring some credibility to Jason living off the land all that time. Absolutely. Jason's a legend. His mom was real, but he's a legend. But that's good, though. If you're going to bring something fictitious into the movie world... Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was that squeak? <laughs> I don't even know. 
that's the way to do it. Like, I mean, they did it the best they could. Believability either goes right out the window or you accept it. Evidently, how tall is this? It. How tall is this chick? She's like three foot five. Like she <laughs> yeah. like fits in this lap like she's yeah. a little kid. But her knockers are massive. <laughs> what knockers? <laughs> Imagine they had the hockey mask there. Well, then it would have been right from the right from here. Look, like he wore, but he wears like at the end for the end. Oh, we make the we remake these movies. I'm telling you, man, I've got we've got it all. Why are you talking about remaking one and two? No, I want to. I want, no, 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 no. Fuck you! You're thinking too small, you fucking prick. Yeah. I'm thinking, and I'm talking about remake. I'm not talking about like reboot. just. I'm talking about like reboot the balls. Yeah, I don't want to reboot. I want to remake now. I want one, two, and three. Toke. Mm. <laughs> she said she felt so uncomfortable doing that scene because she had never touched a touched marijuana. A, yeah. Touched a cigarette. Touched a marijuana. Touched a marijuana cigarette. <laughs> God damn you, kid. Here it goes. Here it goes. Mr. Harmonica. I know. Like, this is so romantic. She was ready to fuck him an hour ago. Like, what, like, what is she like? Would you take that fucking harmonica and shove it up your throat? Or shove it in my twat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, no. We're crossing. We're crossing. Oh. Honey, I thought your vibrator was okay, but this is this is great. Someone's gonna have to wash this. <laughs> I can't even make the noise properly. Shit, I wish we had a harmonica right now. Oh, this bushy harmonica is horrible. <laughs> I love how he's thinking about them having sex upstairs and yeah. getting excited. Hey, does everything work down there, fuckface, or what? His death is probably one of the best ones, though. If it was, and if, it, if they'd shown. Oh, they didn't even have to, like, because yeah, you see right. it. you don't even have to, you're right. It was machete. The guy's in a wheelchair. He gets a machete to the fuck. This is, so Steve Miner did have a kind of a mean-spirited side to him, I guess, because there's a guy in a wheelchair here, and in part three, there's the pregnant girl. No, 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 I hate that part. A bit more mean-spirited. Is she freshening up her cooch? She freshens everything up. She, she's like, I love this girl. She sprays a little fucking Chantel, what is it? Uh, Chanel number five. Chanel. Chantel. Chantel. <laughs> A little Chantel down there. I actually just wanted to bug you because you knew it. Oh, you... Come on. Everyone knows what Chanel number five is. Chanel. I want Chanel my snatch. Chanel my snatch. <laughs> Chanel my snatch. Well... But you know what? That means if he goes down I think she her, says she wants him good. to smell her cunt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hannibal, I like her. Or Reese. What was it? Riggs? Who was the guy that smelled the cunts? What? In uh, the Sons of the Lambs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sons of the Lambs. <laughs> I can smell your filthy gun. Yeah. Uh, filthy, I just sprayed Chanel on it. <laughs> I'm Clarouche. <laughs> I love how she just randomly popped up. Clarice hasn't been in... She's been in episodes before. Go back. I'm not telling you which episodes. But Clarice has made an appearance here before. <laughs> and now she's back. Hashanaga. <laughs> Why does it sound like it's like a cross between like Clarice and like Sean Cunningham? Uh, Cunning- Sean Connery? Connor Cunningham. Sean Cunningham. It's <laughs> Sean Cunningham. Hey, shut up. It's Bond. James Bond. Money Penny. Money Penny. Octopus. He said he could smell my octopus. He said he could smell my octopus. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a stupid joke. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love this. So this is the shot where the like the wind is blowing her underwear. So so Vicky goes out to the car. Silky too. <laughs> you see a little vibration <laughs> in the. Is that wind or is that just because it's silk? It's just it's not wind. It's just because it, yeah, uh, her moving. It's yeah. moving. What's she looking for? A condom? A hairbrush. Hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, now it's going to fucking pour, yeah. honey. You better get inside. And here's the shot that I always like of the rain hitting the light. I like it. Yeah, it's very well done. Whoa, there's some lightning. Vicky? Does every Friday 13th have rain in it? Uh, part 6 doesn't. No, it does. When? No, it's just cold. When, at the beginning, even. At the beginning, you're right. Yeah. Part 8? Part 8 does. The storm. Yeah, uh, the last and, and storm. Then, and then 7. 7? Tina? No, there's no rain with Tina, is there? I can't remember off the top. <laughs> yeah, this is. It, this was a good setup. Anticipation, you know anticipation, anticipation, and then just a blunt machete right to the fucking face. Oh, man. And then the sounds he makes. Yeah. That was actually a stuntman. I thought it was a dummy. Shut up. So a stuntman did the backward stare thing. Why would they cut it then? He could have gone all the way down. Yeah, well, like she did. Oh, I hate that kiss. <laughs> oh, I hate her just sucking. On and she Adam's wants to apple? bite his Adam's apple. See, Eve, always going for the forbidden fruit. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I will give you that. I wonder if they planned it. Hey, sucking his Adam's apple. Oh, sorry. No, no, like he just throws the mask away. So I guess it wasn't designer enough. He wasn't happy until Shelly brought in that hockey mask in part three. It's just too, this is just, too Halloween for me. Yeah. He goes, I, I'm okay with the potato sack, pillowcase slash burlap sap. It Cost, just changed. Cheese cloth. Just throws that mask away like it's fucking garbage. You know what? He probably doesn't know what it is. I, I, I get it now. But he just automatically knows someone's upstairs fucking, dude. It's like he has a keen sense for fucking. Well, he smells it. Yeah, he smells fucking. He does. He smells that wet spot. That then why did Ted use a real spike? Why didn't Ted use a real spear for his because joke? Because it was part of the cabin. <laughs> it's the same with his taxidermy oh, yeah. animals. Yeah, I guess that's true. We'll give you that. These guys are still kissing. Aw, I think it's sweet. Yeah, come on. After you fuck, you're it's like, romantic. I don't even want to see you for the next 15 remember minutes. That. I want a bed the size of my bedroom so you can sleep on that side yeah. and I'll sleep on the other one. <laughs> and then the, dry spot, the wet spot could just dry up by itself. No, <laughs> we just changed the sheets. Oh. Again, cut this shit. Oh, yeah. You much blood should be coming Well, remember out. the back of the VHS had the still yes. of the spike in them, and they didn't even show that. You're right. So weird. You guys quit already. The guy's had like 50 yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems pretty, like, level You guys quit already. Uh, you're going to get bus. late. Yeah, you're going to get late. I'll drive totally drunk. When this bus closes. I know. I know. So relax. I told you. That day, well, they didn't care about that shit. No, there was no drinking and driving. Yeah. It was just drinking. You just drink. And driving. Yeah. <laughs> you drink, then you drive. If you killed somebody, oh, you got uh, in the way. Yeah. Oh, every mad mother right now hates us. No. Listening to this podcast. Every mad mother. <laughs> hey, I'm going to listen to make sure they're not making fun of drinking and driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's the least of our worries. Yeah. She's all freshened up and waiting for Mark. Yeah, Mark, where's my puss? Mark, Mark where'd you wheel yourself to? Yeah, go upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Are you upstairs? Uh, is that Sandra? That, I still, I've never liked that transition. From Mark, Mark, where are you, Sandra? Well, really? Yeah, why? I mean, and then right up there. Did is you, anybody still here? Did you guys carry him upstairs to bed for me? That would, like, I still want to do a, I want to do my own movie where there's just side cutaways of, like, Jason waiting. In the place, it's like, hee, hee, hee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like Peter Griffin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Jason's just waiting in the bed, like, oh, maybe someone's going to check up on these two. And I'm going to scare the fucking Jesus out of them. True enough. And, like, this is a reveal of Jason. This is why the death is not that bad. Why would you wake them up? If I looked in a yeah. room and I saw two people sleeping, I said they fucked. That was pretty good. Yeah. 
That's why I don't think her death is horrible. I think she's great. I just think it's that she's yeah. a wimp, that's all. I mean, this close-up effect's pretty fun. Yeah, and he's like holding the knife gangster style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's actually not bad. It's just that she should have ran out by now. Oh, that's it. Like, I mean, it's hold for cinematic effect. Yes. Hold, like, she's like, no. Please don't approach me ever so slowly with that knife. <laughs> <laughs> but but it works. So go fuck yourself, Vince. I try. <laughs> Do you ever try to plug it into your own... <laughs> it reaches. <laughs> But I don't tuck. Oh, I'm not a drag yeah, queen. You don't do the silence I'm not a drag queen. You don't do the silence and the lambs dance where you tweak your own nipples and go, Goodbye, horses. <laughs> Even though that's not a slasher movie, we might have to tackle that since it's come up so much in this podcast. Yeah, we could, it would be fun to just now, lighten like, it up. I love the fact that she's covered with blood because typically they always carry like dry bodies down. But then when these guys go in there, there's no blood there. There's no blood anywhere. Yeah. And they're so mad that the lights are left on. Not that late. <laughs> Paul, Paul, I wouldn't want the place like this with the lights on. Well, not only that. We David Suzuki on. would be pissed. <laughs> they left it on because there's a storm. People can see. I'll check up the stairs. Oh, and not seeing any blood. The streets. dead body was just drugged down. Yeah. At least that bed is bloody. Yeah. Remember when we were talking about Jason earlier? <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't do anything like this, but that retard Jason... You know what? I know. But remember, the only reason I use that term, because I know it's a sensitive term, is because they call him a retard in this movie. Oh, kidding, you're allowed. A demented retard, I think is the exact words. And that, speaking Some of, demented speaking retard. of not saying the word gay as a derogatory term, yep. retard's still used everywhere. No, I know. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, no, I'm just rub up that. against you. Oh. <laughs> Get that harmonica out. <laughs> Because you're, I'm on this side of the table, and you've been like worming your way back. <laughs> Getting closer to the mic. Exactly. People can hear you in China. Uh, Paul, there's someone in the fucking room. I just think it's more my conscience. The science of the lambs thing. I can't believe we're already here. I know. Well, this movie is very fast paced. It goes quickly the second night. I'm not going to help you, Paul. I'm going to call your name out in hopes that that. Gives you a little bit extra power against the killer. I think right and now... And I'm going to edge my way out. I love she's what Jason in shock. Like, she's yeah. in shock. That's why. And it calms down. This part's really well done. It calms down and then Jason is... Yeah. Rises from the ashes like a... I don't know why he's rising from the ashes. This is really well done. Because A, it looks like a cabin and it's all creepy. B, Crazy Ralph makes a dead cameo. Yes. And then we get Is like, the door supposed to be locked though? Well, this is where she's like trying to, oh, it's just so, this is the best part of the movie. Lock the top lock, you dumb. And this is when Jason wasn't like, although he, he slit the guy's neck with the machete. Oh, right there. He slit the guy's neck with the machete. He stuck the machete in that guy's fucking face. He uses a pitchfork a lot. Yeah, you're right. And that was, that became one of his things, pitchfork. He uses a pitchfork a lot in this movie and in part three. Yes. Do you remember the Commodore 64 version of Friday 13th. Oh, the video game. The video game. Yeah. And that I I don't I, I got to based on part 3, I think. I I, I got to tell you. Um Horty Mini Lanny asked us about that. And the thing, I don't remember the Commodore 64 one. I don't. Jason is like a, a man with black hair. No, I don't remember that. I actually I only do. remember the NES one. No, I remember uh, that one. That was great. I love yeah. that. Oh, there's Crazy there Roll dead. Ah! 
the NES one I remember, and I don't remember liking it. <laughs> oh, no. It was I've it, actually it was, solved it, was, it once, though. Yeah. I got it once. It was terrible, but I don't remember the Commodore 64 one. I'm going to have to Google that more and, and look it into it. It is so funny, the Commodore 64 one. It's so funny. Jason throws the pitchfork like this. <laughs> bad. I like this. It's a really odd scene. Like She's trying to get in her car, trying to get away, of course. It will not work because it never works when you try to get in your car. But I love this whole set piece with Jason running up on her and then using the pitchfork and trying to get the hand in. I think it's really well. Uh, uh, well, like, and at least we know um, that the car was storyboarded, I guess. Ah, like there, Jason just pops yes. up there. Scary. Because he's not trying to hide in this. At this point, he's not trying to hide anymore. No. And, uh, and she felt like you saw the car jump. Yeah. And then the pitchfork just comes down, and the music is great. But doesn't he know that she's on the driver's side? <laughs> it's not a suspenseful. That, that pitchfork just goes right in her head. Like, it, <laughs> like in the new version when it yeah. goes to the dock in yeah. that girl's head. It just takes a beat in this. Yeah, there's better lighting at night in this compared to part oh, one. Oh, God, yeah. There's more camera movement in this compared to part one. It's and it's a faster-paced movie. No question. How come, the, how come the movies that come out later don't have such good suspenseful music as this one? Do you get sick of it or something? Well, it depends on how you want to see it. Because if you put this movie... This is one of the, the new video games. You talked about the old video game. Yeah. I love what she waits for him and decides to just nail him in the nuts. Yeah. Like, she could have just let him run by. But she decides to nail him in the nuts instead. Well, I think she oh. thought that he probably would have found her. Yeah, but he, he only has one eye. His depth perception can't be that good. Mm. He won't and be he able. Nuts. Yeah, he <laughs> won't be able to enjoy Friday the 13th Part 3 in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jason. <laughs> I can't watch him rock a movie. I can't even watch my own movie. Why this is great because it looks like Jason's looking right at her head. And she just hides around the car. And when Jason comes in the shot, it looks like he's looking right at her. Well, his depth perception's off, remember? Yeah. Anyway, speaking of the new video game, it's supposed to be out next year. I'm excited about they, that. I can't believe they got as much money as they did as quickly as they did for Kickstarter. Awesome. Oh, of course. That's so amazing. And what platform is this be on? It's PlayStation? Uh, PlayStation 4 and uh, Xbox One, I believe. And It might be worth me buying. Oh, I'm going to buy one of those systems for yeah, that game. Yeah. Now, it's multiplayer only, though. It, unless they get more money... They need they need double what they just raised to make a single player camp single player campaign. That's what so I just read. You have to play multiplayer. So you have to do multiplayer. But some of the stuff like watching multiplayer is fucking freaky. Oh yeah. So like you're running around as a camp counselor and Jason's chasing you around. It's freaky. I I can't wait to play that game. It looks great. Multiplayer um, is really fun though. And I think it was because Mortal Kombat. Well, Jason's iconic. People love him. I think that Mortal Kombat having him added on as a character. Yeah. And the kills that he did in that sparked some more interest to bring Jason back out in a video game land. Can I ask you a question? Is the multiplayer then, does it mean split screen or is it per... Oh, no. It's internet. Internet based. Okay. So your point of view is the point of view that you're playing. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But I still would love a single player campaign. Of course. No question. No question. But I'm looking forward to that game. No, I will buy a system for it. I'm, I'm that geeky. And, and, that Max, and we can even do a, a podcast on it. Da, absolutely. Here's the, Here's yeah. the scene. Here is the scene. I don't care scene. what you fucking say, Steve Miner. Okay. This never looks like a rat peed. Okay, so the rat, does the rat pee or does Ginny pee? We always say it's Ginny because we think, what a great idea. She's scared of Jason. She's freaked out. She's hiding under this bed. Jason's walking around. There's no music. It's freaky. Now we just see that Jason's right there and Ginny's there. Then a rat comes into play. And she's like, oh, God, please don't come near me. And the rat comes right up to her face and passes her. Well, in all this tension that she's feeling, it looks like she pisses. And, of course, Jason's keen sense of smell. You see, he, he knows. Keen she, sense of smell. <laughs> <laughs> he I knows, think he just sees it. Here's the rat. Okay. So, okay, let's just watch it. So the rat's yeah. coming towards her face. 
right? Yeah. Oh, it comes right up to her. Right, yeah. And then all of a sudden you see pee. How can that be the rat's pee? Well, watch how it's cut, though. Okay. Because there are people that argue that it is the rat. And then there's oh, piss. That's way too fast for yeah. a rat to pee. It's way too fast for the rat to pee. Now, See, the reality, then it runs away from her yeah, face. So the, where's the pee? The reality is that it does cut like J.D. peed. Because she also and squinces. In the, in the documentary, they mentioned that it was kind of like written almost that way. But I've read, and I'm sure some of you have read, not just the Crystal Lake Memories book, but the Making Friday the 13th book, which I think is David Grove. Anyway, in his book, uh, there's a segment that specifically deals with this, and Steve Miner admits that it was a misdirection, and it was he always his thought process was that it was a rat pees. But why doesn't he just so eat it, it go totally against what I said? The rat doesn't piss. Well, the rat does piss, according to Steve Miner. Meanwhile, it doesn't look that way. And Jason just got totally freaked out by the chainsaw, and then Jenny hits him with a, a chair that breaks and seemingly knocks him out, and then she runs for the fucking hills. I like. I do like the size of Jason in this one. Yeah. But I oh, hate the regular. fact that it's one day later and he becomes steroid steroid man. Steroid man, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. And why do you think they did that? They thought like after a year people wouldn't remember? Again, this came out in the heyday of the slasher movie. And then, of course, by the time Part 3 came out, uh, Friday 13th stood above, sort of above and beyond all the slasher movies. But there's so many of them that I guess they figured they had to be more of a What came boost. out at the same time as Part uh, 3? Oh, at that point, there's tons. There's, this is the time when they're junior. No, coming junior. out once a week. No, Junior was... Wait, I wait, know, it was awful. You fucking scum. I know, I'm just... Ah, I'm pulling your ball. So this is where she runs across. She just randomly runs through the forest now and comes across the his habitat. Like she ran what, what, like two feet and ran right, right, right up to his habitat. And there's a light in it, thinking yeah. there's somebody there. But this is great. You see Jason running in the distance. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Freaky. And she screams, so he yeah. knows that she's in there. I don't know what else he could have used for a mask, though, other than the mask that oh, Ted introduced. Okay. And there's Terry. Well, you, there's actually a shot of Alex, Alice, with the uh, the pick in his hand. Over there on that side? A skeleton right in the front. I thought that was Terry. No, Terry was the one that was fresh. Yeah. Alice was dead five years. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. So Jenny gets the great idea of putting on the sweater and being all uh, psychology on Jason. I'm going to Freud him and see what happens. Oh, that's the worst part of the sweater is the bloody top part. <laughs> Like, that sweater would be disgusting. Oh, yeah. And then she tries to make the hair look like I know, like, give up. <laughs> Who cares at this point? But it works. And a great cameo by Betsy. Yeah. It, it actually does tie it together quite well with her coming back for it. She says, really, she just had to come and say, like, eight lines in a, and, in a black room. On little, a Tuesday yeah, yeah, <laughs> In a black room. <laughs> Who knows how much she got paid for it? Probably another 10 grand. But I'm glad she came, considering she got so much negative flack, supposedly, from doing part one. Oh, yeah. One and two have the best psychological endings. That's why a lot of people love three. A lot of people love three, but it is actually one of my one of my least favorite. Well, because three it stands above seven and eight. Trust me but on that. Three, three becomes what the franchise becomes. Three yeah. is what the franchise. And becomes. that's why I think four becomes the sort of the iconic version of all that because it's got the mask, yes. the gore, the kills. He's killing it's me. Fast paced. He's killing me the whole nine yards. So it's got all that, and then Jason gets chopped to bits. Then five kind of follows that with the new storyline. And then six brings back zombie Jason, which is fun and whatever. And then I think it just gets worse from there. Are you about to kill me, mommy? Yeah. I thought you were going to give me like a little rabbit or a chocolate bar. <laughs> <laughs> Not the old machete to the face. And then Paul, just 
Everybody, all of a sudden. I know. For fucking 20 plus years and 30 years, the guy's lived in fucking peace. All of a sudden, people are just, uh, habitat. I know where he lives now. Yeah, there's a little habitat, but just by the old puddle. Which is falling <laughs> apart, by the way. Yeah. With a little well, scuffle. One little hit against the wall falls apart. And I, I remember you said this, and I can see what you're saying about the th- the slow mo going on maybe a little too long for its own good here. Oh, yeah. Before it kicks back into full, full, uh, and Amy speed. Steele talks about how that camera, the slow mo camera, the whirl sound yeah. was so obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they didn't go for a hockey mask. I guess they would have had to keep him with no mask or a potato sack on his head or for like stuff. Like, I don't think anything else would have worked. But I like that. That never looked deep enough to me. And no, later, it's superficial. It's yeah. Superficial. It, it, it like, well, but it is jabbed right into his shoulder. Like about six inches down. Oh, yeah, But it yeah. never looked. When she hit the When dummy, she hits him, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like it's that brutal. So they both live here. Then they go back to the end for the Super Indian where Muffin makes a grand re-entrance. Yes. Uh, the lick my muffin ending, as we call it. Not only that, but he's he's not around. Like, no, but like, then so what happens is they the way the writer wrote it said that when she's like going, Paul, where's Paul? Where's Paul? And then it cuts to Mrs. Voorhees. It was supposed to smile and her eyes were supposed to open. He was supposed to insinuate that Jason, he's dead. But it was didn't translate well at all. And they cut out the smile and the eyes opening on the head because it looked too stupid. fake and stupid. So they just What's even more stupid yeah. is in part three when she comes out of the water. Yeah. Fully. Well, headed. anyway, so Paul does die. In the original version of the script, Paul is supposed to be assumed dead. But at that's what been point? The, at, oh, that's at the point, not here, when at Jason the point when Jason gets through the window, which doesn't make sense because he attacks Ginny, yeah. not Paul. But that was the whole thought process and around then- that. Muffin. Yeah. What about Ma- muffin? Magi- magical muffin comes back into play. But so Paul lives here, supposedly dies in the end, which makes no sense. But it never really translates well. He disappears. So that's how the writer just explains it anyway. It the writer doesn't translate. know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> he must have been smoking weed or on coke or something. Yeah. And a pile of Friday Thirteenth cocaine in the shape of a hockey mask. Yeah. <laughs> This means something. He's like, dude, like, like close encounters of the third kind with the mashed with the cocaine yeah. instead, instead of mashed potatoes. This means something. It, it becomes the hockey mask. Oh, I love it! I love it. We figured it all out here, folks. You heard it here first. Cocaine shaped into a hockey mask became. I have to admit, ghost. I never saw this coming though. Through yeah. The window? I don't know. Did you? No, I. Again, but I thought. I thought. Um, people see this now. They're probably used to. Remember Martina saw it and she oh, yeah. was like, what? She yeah. thought that was scarier than the first one. I think it would have been better if no one was at the door, but I guess they use Muffin because it's a cute little dog. The cute music kicks in and... Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that Paul dies is just stupid because it doesn't make any sense. No. Just based And on how she said, uh, yeah. Amy Steele said she was scared shitless when she did this. And I said in the last podcast that he, uh, I heard rumors and it was it's because it's well documented that he got fired. He didn't. In fact, he, Paul got fired. Yo, because that's why he's not at the end, and it's in, like the ending is the last big one, like, yeah, or whatever. But no, it's uh, he didn't get fired at all, it, and it was just the way that they did it. And he, Steve Miner and him had remained friends, and that was it. There was no sc- uh, scuffle. Or jerk off buddies. The whole uh, yeah, they just jerk each other off on Saturdays. <laughs> Twin shot Tuesdays. Oh, muffin. Muffin, does, muffin had a blue bowl before. Oh, now she's purple, so it's a dream. So it's a dream. Yeah, no, but now, again, they said they wrote it in reality. They don't do a close-up of the, of the window at all yet. That's why it was, like, pretty good. Ah, great, great shot. Oh, yeah. The only thing Warrington Gillette did well in this movie. So this is the Warrington Gillette scene, and supposedly he did a couple of other parts of the movie 
but he was pretty much let go, but they had to bring him back to do this again. Yeah. Steve Dash played him through the most of the yes, movie. Yes, yes. As we well know. It's been dark. I don't think I'm telling anything new unless you're new to the podcast, new to the series. And if you're new to the series, then check out the documentary, man, and read the book because it's going to tell you everything you need to know. What a great scare. Great scare, but then she's alive and it just looks like it was a dream. And Paul's the one gone. But Crystal Lake looks great. <laughs> Supposedly, someone was supposed to say we haven't found him yet. It was supposed to cut to the head and then she smiles. But that doesn't translate at all. I'm glad they didn't put the smile or the eye Oh, open. that would have been awful. Is that a real person under there or is it just Yeah, because again, it was supposed to be a smile and the eye open. But they, they freeze frame it before that happens. Her teeth are remarkably nice. Yeah, for a five-year-old severed head. Although teeth don't decay. So. I think they just should have used the same head that was in the fridge. Yeah, it doesn't even look the same at no. all. Yeah, I know I know that it's supposed to be five years later, yeah. but still. Great movie. Fast-paced. <laughs> One of the best in the series. Yeah, that's true. Even though it's censored the shit, it still holds up the repeated viewings. Well, so Jason's stunt double, Steve Daskowitz, or Steve Dash, and that's he actually is really who they say is Jason in this movie. Right. Now... Friday the 13th, part 13, the new one, whatever they're doing. Yeah. Delayed. Supposed okay. to come out last week, initially. It was supposed to be November 13th, 2015. But what did we just discover? That got canned. And then it was supposed to be moved to May of 2016. Which is canned. the only Friday the 13th in 2016. Or March, or whatever the fuck it was. It was May. It was it's May. May, yeah. And then now it's supposed to go to 2017. And we've looked at the calendar because we're, hey, we're fucking pissed because it's just ridiculous. But. We're willing to take this because there is a beautiful Friday the 13th. And when you tell them, Vince. I'm so excited to say this. Yeah. But no, it... Please talk it, normally. It, it, <laughs> in 2017, there is a Friday the 13th in October. October. Well, that would make it October 13th. 2017. Yeah. Basically, they, the can't, they can't go wrong. They can't fuck terms, that up, can no, they? You've got the maximum audience... Numbers for a Halloween scare. Oh, like it would don't clean fuck this up. the fuck up. And not, you know what? Talk to me, Christian Luciani, and I'll even bring Vince into this because I'll share a little bit of the wealth. Talk to both of us. I, we're, I'm, I'm writing the script. The script. <laughs> I'm, editing the, I'm writing the script. He'll edit it. He'll add some human. I will say this as much. And as I want to do a trilogy, and I want to bring it back. And I'm talking about a trilogy. This is what we're talking about here. This is our plead to you. So yes, the first movie will have a lot of Pamela. It will deal with Jason as well. I think Christian <laughs> has the talent of a snail, but <laughs> I do think I read his treatment of the opening of his version of the remake of Friday Thirteenth. And I was riveted. I thought it was brilliant. And I'm going to give you that kind of kudos because I thought it was a You know why? Because fanboys would cream their pants. And that's what it's all about. So the goal would be to bring the old mixed with but the new. But it was new. original. It wasn't just like it was well, a Well, because it was from a different point of view. Because we can't, you can't make it a whodunit. Exactly. The way that it was done before because the cat's out of the bag. However, I think we play with that idea. So I'll write it. Or Vince and I will write it. I'll, like I said, I'll bring him in because it's always good to have someone else sort of help you out. And... I'll direct the fucking thing. I'm telling you. I, I mean, okay, so what have I directed? Check, <laughs> check, check me out on YouTube. Check, me check out, out my child couple, movies. A couple, couple of Dead Elf movies. A couple of Halloween movies. One Halloween night, part one through five. Come on over here. <laughs> no, you directed, um, well, things that haven't been really. No, it's fun. Film festival fun. movies. I'll write the script. Anyway, but come oh, on, we're, talk pleading, to us. we're pleading. Yeah. We're pleading. Don't Platinum. Go. Don't Platinum dudes, whoever. Don't, don't go have crazy to go. found footage shit. Don't do any of that crap. Don't explain too much. When you start explaining too much, it drives us crazy. Plus, then you get like a Jason goes to hell. 
It just doesn't work out, man. You know what? One of they should do, they should inspire themselves by going to a camp one summer, pretending they're a counselor for a week, and seeing what kind of scares they could Fuck each other, exactly. do a bunch of cocaine and dope, and yeah. I'm saying it. Just read my script. Anyway. <laughs> second anniversary, Vince. Two years, man. High five. You know, I didn't. we didn't think it was going to last... We didn't know. We had no clue. We didn't actually, think our friendship was going to last past a week, <laughs> and it's been going on since university. So I am very obnoxious. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we love Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Love this series, as you well know. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, thank you for listening. If you're old to this podcast, thank you for listening. Uh, we are have an idea of what we're going to do next, but I'm not going to say it here. Oh, because I think it's kind of okay. We don't have to say it, but it, it does try in with the next holiday. Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. Completely. <laughs> well, sort of. But it's not, si- it. it's not Silent Night, Deadly Night, one no. or two. No. Okay. Yeah, we We're decided not, not doing yet. that right now. We're going to tackle another uh, killer. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed tonight. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. And uh, I enjoyed all that bush. So anyway, <laughs> as usual, good night, motherfuckers! We will see you at the next holiday. Dee, 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 dee